When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have debated and or committed a homicide. Quinny needed to do something violent in memory of Gary, and Reginald helped him kill a necromancer to make it happen, while Butthole and Juniper witnessed a weird toast and then went searching for their friends. Will this murder affect their quest after they get back to the tavern? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. They do say when you've done a random murder in the middle of the street, the best call is to run like fuck, and that's where we find ourselves. <laughs> as Quinny, you, and a giant invisible Reginald fucking book it away from the casual murder you did of what you thought was an old man, uh, but turned out to be something far worse. Um... Is there anything you want to do as you flee the scene? Yeah, I just <laughs> hurl Gollin's uh, medallion thing just into the gutter where we <laughs> killed that guy. Just, yeah, it's, it's over there. Don't put it together. <laughs> but you're lucky there's no sewer clown down there because, yeah. like, man, they love that shit. Um, all right, great. So you you throw the evidence uh, and, and you book it. Uh, oh, my God. We could have framed it on the sewer clown. <laughs> <laughs> There's no go- takes you back to your hometown. Why did you speak up? <laughs> we all get framed down here. Um, that's how you end up in the sewer. <laughs> One carnival comes through town, rips off the wrong person, <laughs> fleeing into the sewer. Yeah. It's really busy down there. Yeah. Um, so you uh, you take off, um, and uh, soon enough, uh, you find yourselves running directly into uh, Juniper and Butthole as they leave the bar. And I think it's very much a and back we go kind of situation. We're just going to sweep them up. Uh, Butthole and Juniper, do you have any uh, reaction to this as... Because Reginald is, like, fucking hulked out right now. I was going to say, he's hulked out and he's invisible. So as far as Juniper and Butthole can see, there's just Quinny running. But for the first time, he's clanking with every step (laughs) because it sounds like the sound's coming from Quinny. Uh, Butthole's just like, oh, you guys okay? Oh, I thought something bad happened, but it seems like you're doing good. Where's Reginald? Are you running from some... What? What happened? Just had to get away from just a bad scene... Uh, Reginald's right here. I can see him with the eye. Reginald, wait. Well, don't wait. It doesn't matter if you wave. Reginald's here. <laughs> Say hello, Reginald. And Reginald will take off the ring, having gone back to normal, because he can <laughs> okay. he can at will get rid of the powers mm-hmm. if he wants to, and just be like, yeah, no, I had a nice time. Just had to go for a bit of a stroll. So we can head back now. Uh, uh, Quinny has like a massive like series of hickeys like on his face. Reginald <laughs> is sprayed with goo. <laughs> <laughs> So nothing happened. Just a just a normal walk. Just two dudes being guys. Just broing out in a car. Am I right? Yeah. And what? What's that? And Juniper like points to Quinny's face. <laughs> Quinny yeah, looks I, at Reginald. Uh, Reginald looks back, trying to will, just with his eyes being like, "I'm not good at this." Yeah, <laughs> like. Um, Reginald, if he tells his story, you're getting caught. I think Quinny not realizing that he's got like the marks on his face and now it is all coming back of like, oh yeah, 
not just not having anything and just saying, uh, we, uh, we kissed. Oh my God, <laughs> says Butthole. Oh, those, wait, so, so where did the, I'm sorry. Okay, that might explain those marks, but Reginald, the goo. You Look, him? it was a passionate kiss. <laughs> well, this checks out to me. I mean, I've heard that there's a Can certain thing that... Can I do a perception that... or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that there's a certain thing that sprays if people get too excited while they're kissing. <laughs> That's a three. You've also heard that, Juniper. <laughs> you just, you I know, mean, I guess passions. I mean, Juniper's... Juniper's been around, but like... Well, I don't think this qualifies as something you would have seen around. No, this is not. This is very different. (laughs) I guess uh, go hoard, says Butthole. Very confused. Very confused. Very trying to be cheerful for friends. (laughs) Also forlorn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're a a couple now. Well, uh... Yes, when did this and happen? We are a couple. <laughs> Reginald immediately realizes he shit the bed, but then when he has to back up, it's like you're just watching dread cover this man's face. <laughs> like to imagine random muscles are bulging out to the yeah, the yeah like, he's just panicking. He's just realized how much he's shit the bed in this instance. Yeah, so what's up with you guys? No, no, no. When did this happen? Which is now when it what uh we're not Juniper. You can't impinge on their happiness. I'm not. I just ha- I, I'm just curious because it happened on the walk. Then they kissed for the first time, and now they're going to be in love forever because they both sprayed their goo. Well, uh, we don't want to put a label on it. Wait, well, you just... guys sprayed goo? That means you have to get married. You were supposed to get married before you did that. We're not doing that. We're not getting married. No. Nope. Well, how do you feel about that, Reginald? <laughs> he just looks to Quinny and he's like does not know an answer to make this okay. Reginald's fine with it. Yeah, I'm totally cool with living in sin. Goblin Jr. gives Quinny a look. Like a, like a real, like he knows. He knows what's going on for Butthole right now. He just gives you a look and he just turns around and just trots away. Just very disappointed. What does that mean in beast speech? <laughs> does he, does he, he say, anything? say anything? No, oh, okay. it's it's literally just a, it is a Lee Pace arriving on like a, a stag and looking at a battle and being like, no, and leaving uh, in the <laughs> Hobbit movies that shall not be named. Goblin Jr. is just like, he, again, he's like looking from butthole to you and then just shaking his his snarfy head and then he, he turns and, and trots away. But he'll be like, okay, we should go back to the bar and he's going to follow Goblin Jr. out. Uh, at which point a hobgoblin slams into you um, and just says, oh, hey, hi, hi, sorry, sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt. Um, are you guys not from around here? Who, did he slam into butthole as he exited? Or yeah. Slammed into this? Great. Butthole's going to say, I don't know. Why don't you fall in love? <laughs> and he's just going to leave. <laughs> well, alrighty then. And he fucks off down an alleyway. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. No, oh, he's gone. Okay. Well, we looked down the alleyway and he's gone. He, like, trips over a garbage can, does a bit, and then just, like, walks off. Who was that guy? Yeah, was he significant in any way? I'm still... I'm, I'm just... Listen, kind of... this is about us. We're, we're talking about the mission now. Yeah, we're trying to stay on task here. Do you want to kiss? N- no. <laughs> Reginald, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> 
Sorry, I get nervous when wait, people find out about my did, romantic wait, secrets. Wait, why are you? Why are you asking me? Because me if I want to kiss. Because I'm nervous. You ask so many questions. It's like you don't believe us. Well, do I have reason not to believe you? All right, I got a deception check from uh, Reginald. <laughs> we got it. We got a chance here. We got it. <laughs> this guy's never fucked up a lie in his life. <laughs> oh, 21. Holy shit. I rolled a 19. He's not good at this. Oh, <laughs> man. Juniper, you do feel bad for not believing him. This is, is this what you want to see? He says, grabs Kenny. Quinny and just fucking stop. makes out with him in the middle of the street. <laughs> and uh, it's a fucking intense kiss. Like, Reginald is fucking going for Quinny's it. Quinny's fighting him the whole way. <laughs> Wait, okay. Reg- <laughs> now, who was that guy? <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the bar, um, Butthole, you, you've entered the bar and you have a, a rare moment alone. Um, with with your thoughts as you you enter the the same song is playing. Uh, you know the it's a familiar space, but an unfamiliar space. Empty chairs, etc. Like, how what what happens for butthole in this <laughs> this moment? Butthole is just adrift in emotions. He is not equipped for, but he also knows he shouldn't be. So he like orders a drink, and then our pe- people are still in the bar, right? Yeah, still yeah. Busy? yeah. And he's just like just. To the man that we all know is the greatest, to Reginald Tingler. Uh, and he just, and, and it looks like he's overcome with emotion at the loss of Reginald Tingler to everyone in this bar. But he's just trying to be happy for his brother. And music stops and like, uh, just just a chorus of like, to Reginald Tingler, to Reginald Tingler, to Reginald Tingler. Uh, um, and then finally, um, just like one voice kind of louder than the rest uh, just says, uh, yes, to Reginald Tingler, my missing son. Uh, at which point uh, a mug slams down next to you and an arm clamps around your shoulders. Uh, and you look into the face of Archibald fucking what? Tingler. What? Meanwhile, what? outside the bar, um, Juniper, I'm... you're watching Quinny and Reggie just just make out and smooch. Yep. Butthole's gone. Goblin Junior's gone. And there's a man who went down an alley. Uh, you're the only person with any information about this this hobgoblin. Um, and and no I... plausible reason for you to want to go back into the bar. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right, um, Quinny. What? Yes, God, anything to get me. Can Can you please just go in and check on Butthole? <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, God, get. Uh, it's It's hard. Reginald, to like... we have to follow this hobgoblin. I mean, okay. That's all he's got. He's He's not good at lying, so he's just going <laughs> to agree and hope he can say as little as possible. <laughs> Fair enough. He is surprised that Quinny even that's very soft lips, but he's not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the the grace of a dancer, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the two of you take off uh, down the alley. Uh, Juniper, I, I gotta ask, why are you why are you chasing Pitch the Hobgoblin? I don't remember. I think it's <laughs> honestly, it, it, it feels a like phenomenal answer. It feels like both as Juniper and as Laura, you're both like, I don't know how to handle this scene. Yes, I gotta go. Honestly. <laughs> All right, so it's literally Juniper just like reaching for for an out. Uh, because yeah, it's confusing because and, and terrible. This is one of those times it's so hard to 
as a player know information that your character doesn't. It's so hard. Wait, so what information? Is something important happening? <laughs> Absolutely nothing, apparently. Yeah, that's good. No, don't worry about it. This guy gave a weird toast at the bar. That's it. <laughs> I, 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 a weird toast fun. at the bar and these guys kissed. Okay, sure. Yep. What? Yep, what? That's good. Off you go. Um, okay, so uh, you take off down the alley. Um, and, uh, you can hear, um, uh, Pitch's voice just echoing off the walls, um, as, as he mutters to himself, uh, just saying, oh, come on, yeah, 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 we, we gotta fit in somewhere, right? There's gotta be someone who can take us in. Yeah, but I mean, who would ever take us in? I mean, come on, we're, <laughs> well, we're this. Um, and, um, uh, you hear him, like, approach another, like, bunch of revelers be like, hey, hi, uh, go a car. Yay, the horde seems cool. And then, um, some people kind of laugh and... Uh, he, you hear him sort of uh, wander off, um, and he just seems like a, a legitimately kind of lost and, and troubled person who is is uh, looking for a community and failing to find one. Which Juniper, even though you're you're in a tizzy about all this, I think if you're trying to focus on your work, the idea of someone who's lost without a community is like literally you for most of your life. So it's not an unfamiliar sentiment to hear. And I think that might kind of pierce through it, even though you're. In a, a, a tangle of feelings about this confusing uh, Quinny Reginald ship. I'm just ship. feeling it harder. There's just the just, what? All right, quick question, Juniper. Uh, do we want to befriend or murder this person? Um, I think we'll befriend. That's not a default in a car, but I'm glad you clarified. Uh, no, but I mean, at least for now, we don't really know much about him, except that people in the bar seem to not like him, even though he was saying stuff that I would have expected those people to like, but... So we're looking for the least likable man in a car. Uh, least likable person in that bar, yeah. Uh, do do we have a name? Oh, did we get the name? Yep. Yeah. He introduced uh, himself when he pitch? got out of the bar. Hey, Pitch! He just yells. And, like, just full-on uh, Jim Carrey in the mask level of, like, <laughs> running out on kind of, like, bouncing on the one foot. <laughs> Uh, and then he just slams into a wall. Um, like, he, he tried it, but he's, oh, no. he doesn't oh, have no. the... He's fine. It just isn't as cool looking as he always. He's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, hi. Hello, this is my friend Juniper. She wants to talk to you. And then Reginald basically becomes a human statue. He has <laughs> nothing to contribute. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, hi. Hi there. Um, I, I just saw you in back in... Uh... The uh, the old campaigner. Oh, oh, you saw us there. Oh, okay, that's not. <laughs> Wait, who's with you? Oh, uh, mostly me. Uh, but you know, um, well, you know, when you're uh, alone a lot, uh, sometimes it helps to to have someone to talk to. So I just gotta, you know, uh, started making uh, people I could talk to. So I, I've got a few people uh, that that I, I can talk to uh, that are me. It's just me. But like, I don't know if you can relate at all. But uh, you wouldn't believe. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I just, I really thought this place was different. You know, I kind of, they, they told us that uh, this was the, the place where it's cool if you're evil and, you know, <laughs> uh, hobgoblins tend to get that reputation as, as you know, uh, people don't tend to actually want to get to know anyone. They just want to like assume a lot of things based on uh, stories they've heard. So, I thought, okay, fine. If everyone thinks we're evil, we might as well just go where the evil people are. But it turns out they're just all bored. They're just bored. Everyone here is bored and they don't like outsiders. So it's also awful here. And I don't really know where else we can go because everywhere else is undead. Is that paint night still happening, do you think? <laughs> Tom, quick question. With Reginald, who has a lot of experience with like monsters and undead and fae and all that shit. 
this guy's use of like an us instead mm-hmm. of an I, is there anything with Reginald looking at him that would give away perhaps he is not a hobgoblin? Um, nothing that you're seeing. Um, honestly, for you, this is reading more like people who've had a rough ride in the horde, just mm-hmm. having like yep. that kind of uh, that kind of situation. But no, you're not getting any sense that this is. I understand having just fought like a giant tangle of vines inside a human suit that yeah, like correct. you might be concerned. <laughs> uh, but no, this just, he seems like on the level in terms of how he's presenting himself. Yeah, he's no more likely to be a tangle of vines than any other person. Right? Truly, yes. I mean, and he's like, eh, a tentacle can come out of any mouth at a second. Who among <laughs> us? Uh, you know, there's, there's there's two tentacle fly monsters in each of us and it's which one you feed. Um, yeah. Do you feed the tentacle of the spike? Um <laughs> Okay, then he'll just keep watching. I actually do think for Reginald, the idea that hobgoblins are inherently evil is kind of laughable because, like, in Horde world, everyone is inherently evil. So the idea that anyone would be like, no, you, because, like, weirdly, like, racism seems kind of quaint to you. no race is more evil. Evil's a choice. Like, that's kind of the central belief of his world. It's a smart choice, too. Idiots pick good. (laughs) (laughs) For good is dumb. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so he's, like, rapidly looking back and forth between you. He's, like, darting his eyes a lot to Reginald because Reginald isn't saying or doing anything. It's making him actively uncomfortable. Every time he looks at Reginald, Reginald looks to Juniper until he looks back, and it's just they're both end up, like, chaining from one to her. This happens for, like, a solid 10 seconds. Then he just says, this is nice. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. 
Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then, for if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer. So, um... We're outsiders, too. Where'd you come from? Oh, uh, well, uh, my community kicked me out. Um, because... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Well, I mean, it's really not, actually. Um, sorry, we're kind of bad at this. We haven't had to talk to anyone in a while. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe I'm oversharing, so maybe I won't tell you. Is that how this works? He, um, he's going to roll a... <laughs> I'm just gonna roll curious. a check to see if he can understand social norms. <laughs> oh, no. Uh seven. No. He's like, okay, no, I shouldn't be telling you any of this. So uh I'm from a mysterious place far away, and that's all you get. We're friendly oh, though. Okay. Okay, I mean I was gonna share some stuff too and Oh, oh, so that is how this Oh sh- oh we fucked up. Pitch, 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 pitch. This is what we were talking about on the way here. I'm sorry. Yes, uh I'm from a, a, a small uh warrior clan, uh, and I made the mistake of telling them that I had found a religion I thought kinda of, kinda of might help everyone a little bit to have something more to live for than just uh, plunder and destruction, and uh, they did not like that uh, at all. So I kind of uh, left uh, and uh, started making my way in the world, but it turns out uh, that a lot of people think that hobgoblins are evil. So when I show up places, they're kind of like, ah, and I'm like, we're fine, don't worry about it. And then they're like, you, you used a plural, are you like, I don't know, uh, a monster? And then I do voices like that, and then they think I am, and then I have to run, or they just stare at me like they did in the bar, or they just look to each other, which was kind of fun, but also kind of means maybe I need to leave. So that's kind of me. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it just surprised me that, like, I, I thought everyone here was, like, very pro what you were saying or would be and then didn't seem the case. That's what I was told, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, we, we came a long way for this. What, and wait, this where did you come from? You said a warrior clan, but... Oh, yeah, uh, roving band. Um, we're we're kind of to the uh, the southeast. Uh, this uh, universe ways. or another one? Hmm. What? So what religion did you find? Oh, um, it was the funniest thing. Uh, There's this traveling bard uh, who had these pamphlets. Um, Have you heard of uh, this, this moon hammer? Yes, we have, we have indeed. Oh, good. Then, then, then you you know the word. Well, that's great. So, anyway, I read up about her, uh, and and there were these moon manments uh, that I was reading that, that seemed uh, pretty keen. So that's kind of what got me thinking about it. And I thought, hey, instead of just murdering and plundering, 
what if friendship, fellowship, and flatulence, and strength, huh? Because huh? the strength part and the flatulence part were already well uh, taken care of in my particular band, but the friendship piece was was mysteriously absent. Uh, so I thought maybe that. And I got to say, I don't necessarily believe there's like a moon hammer. <laughs> that would be very silly. But the tenants I do think are rather uh, useful. Well, if it makes you feel any better, moon hammer left, there's a butt hammer now, and the tenants hold up. Huh. Do you, want to, do you want to come with us? I feel like I'm morally obligated to invite you based on like three things that you said that are like the passcode to me having to bring you to my boss. Sure. Go. Yeah. yeah. Go. Typhus. Uh, Horde. Oh, you're one of them. Well, we all have certain. You need to talk to my boss. <laughs> Start trying to walk him back to the bar. Sure. And he says, oh, this is great. Maybe soon we'll be able to buy that other glove. Uh, meanwhile, back inside the bar, um, Quinny, uh, no, we're going to go to Butthole. Butthole, um, <laughs> you uh, look uh, directly into the the eyes of Archibald Tingler. Um, however, his beard is styled slightly different. Uh, his features still sharp, but uh, different wrinkles, different scars. Uh, and he's wearing a spiky fucking helmet uh, and a, a lot of reds and blacks. And he just says, uh, you know, my son has been missing for quite some time. And to hear you speak so eloquently of Reginald Tingler, hmm, it awakens something in me other than rage, which is rare for me. So I thank you, handsome stranger. You look awfully familiar. Do you ever get that? Uh, you know, I just got one of those faces, he says. Debating whether or not killing an Archibald who isn't his Archibald. Like, Butthole's only question, right? Oh, do you know what? He doesn't have to ask questions. He doesn't have to think. Sometimes he just has to take a moment to pray. That's a four. He immediately starts strangling this Archibald. <laughs> just hands around throat. All right. Um, Quinny, uh, you enter a bar to find Butthole. Uh, just springing at uh, a man in a pointy hat and beginning to strangle him. What do you do? Quinny says, uh, oh my God, butthole, it was a lie. We didn't kiss. Relax. And I like come over and try to pull him off this poor guy. Great. Butthole is just yelling, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so let's roll initiative. Dr. Martha has not been doing her job if this is how everyone is taking out their emotions. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of echo lately, and not yeah. a lot of Dr. Martha, so this is this is fair. Butthole has a 10. 10 for Butthole. 11 for Quinny. 11 for Quinny. And... Excellent. Okay. Um, let's start with an opposed strength check, please, Ryan. Okie dokie. That's a 9. I also rolled a nine, but then Whoa. I get to add stuff, which I think is going to shift that a little bit. Okay, so you leap at him and start choking him. Um, and as soon as you do, like his eyes go wide, uh, but his face also splits into a grin. And you knew that your, like, your Archibald was like a sociopathic monster. Um, he never made it as far as this Archibald has, so his grin is far wider, far more immediate, and this, it's literally like you just gave him the best gift in the world. He is so happy. 
Uh, and as you begin to choke him, um, he just immediately starts pummeling uh, your your guts um, just with like rapid um, charged punches uh, to your uh, stomach. Um, and I think he cracks you in the forehead because I won the strength check. So he knocks the breaks the grapple uh, and then just starts starts punching. So what's your AC? 20. 20. All right. Okay, so that's two hits, which is 16 damage and an additional 22 damage for a total of 38. Um, so, yeah, as his as his fists are going, just again, like, a, uh, it's that um, Agent Smith-style punching where it's just, like, almost a blur of, of uh, powered fists. Um, and uh, he, he just kind of frothing at the mouth, yells... Praising my son and battle? Wonderful! Um, at which point, um, a uh, sort of like a, a, a quick kind of two-note, like almost a hurrah but not quite, um, sounds as uh, the various members of the horde who are at the bar uh, stand. Um, and uh, Quinny, that's what you enter to see, is just like... The choking, the punching, and immediately uh, a bunch of horde folk who have entered the bar since you all left, uh, standing and beginning to converge. Uh, so that is him. Um, he's merrily punching away. Uh, next up, we have uh, Quinny. Uh, yeah. So I see. Do I do I see Archibald, or is there too much going on for me to really um, make out who this person is? Well, I mean, if you walk into a room and you see Butthole choking a man to death, do you? How much attention do you pay to who it is, and how much do you, <laughs> attention do you pay to like? <laughs> not, not a lot to who it is just now. It's more like, God, yeah, Butthole, low profile. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. So I don't think you recognize. It's also like Butthole can immediately recognize Archibald because he's seen him a bunch of times. You saw him like that one time when you fought him, and he turned into a goo monster <laughs> real fast. So, yeah. you know, it's long, long time ago. Um, yeah. But you definitely recognize, like, the people standing up are are clearly adorned in the not that weird, is concerning. yeah, uh, the the not like pageant version of of horde armor. Their uniforms, I'm assuming, resemble thematically the one of the guy that was being choked, broke that chokehold, and is now punching butthole. Yeah, they're quite they're definitely of a of the same family. Honestly, yeah. they look close to Reginald's, uh, like a little uh, less regal, but yeah. like when he came through, it was like that that style of of armor and outfit. Uh, I'm going to, well, I'm going to try to cast Dimension Door for myself and Butthole. Uh, Dimension Door allows Ooh. me to, let me zoom this in. <laughs> you can bring along objects. That's not what I'm looking for. You can also bring one willing creature of your size <laughs> or smaller. Can I do anything about butthole being larger the willingness i you know that's between he and i but i will give you a devil's bargain i would i would love to hear it <laughs> okay uh can i still do that based on what's happened in the the game or yeah no i to me i always thought like a creature your size or smaller was like if you're a medium sized creature you can't bring a large size creature yeah i would buy that that's are, but but Tyler, are but, you medium size? I'm small. Oh, you are small. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, then medium-sized creatures proceed. Ignore me. The font of all rules law has permitted this scenario. <laughs> Devil's bargain away, good hey, sir. Hey, as a frequenter of Dimension Door in the past, I just and a Devil's to bargain. Sure. To be frank, you're an expert in both at this point. <laughs> Laura Hamstra, the Devil's doorman. <laughs> What's a good restaurant? Uh, 53rd in Purgatory. All right, thank you. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, <laughs> What's a good restaurant? There is no difference between <laughs> pleasure and pain. <laughs> also, original Ray's pizza is pretty good. <laughs> Eastside Mario's, but only if you like bread. <laughs> Given that you're here, you probably liked bread. Bread was evil. What? You. When you're here, your family. <laughs> <laughs> That's Olive Garden. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just didn't care. All right. <laughs> this is hell. Of course, it's an Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, this is a disturbing realm. Um, all right. So, Quinny, uh, your devil's bargain. Um, you can't take butthole with you through the dimension door. Um, but you could probably drop kick him through the dimension door. You would just have to stay. <laughs> Ooh. Let me look at another spell real quick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the devil's bargain. It wasn't do this or this or look up another <laughs> spell. I'll allow it. He only has two. You got to give him. <laughs> when he spends these, it, it's literally like his, his yeah. only only chance to go to Disney World. You know. So let's let's give it let's give it to him. All right. Uh. I will take that devil's mm, bargain. Yum, yum, yum. I would like to use my action to <sighs> cast Dimension Door and send Butthole through it. Uh, I just want it to basically be uh, the alley that I saw um, Pitch go down, because I know that's where Juniper and Reginald were going to go get him. Yep. I've seen it, so I can just place it there with pinpoint accuracy, so Butthole is outside the bar. Uh, with my bonus action, <laughs> consuming... My second and final spell slot in one turn. Good. I would like to cast Misty Step to just get the fuck out of there. We probably need to see if that kick lands, right? Um, it depends. Well, <laughs> here's I the thing. don't like all of them. Would, <laughs> would Butthole be willing? Probably not because he wants to murder Archibald. I also, he's not looking. Nope, he yeah. doesn't know him, yeah. Yeah, okay, so then, yeah, let's let's see it, I guess. I mean, he's engaged so with someone else, so theoretically, Quinny would have advantage to do the kick. This is true. I was going to give advantage for the springing and striding, because oh, that would also we can work. never forget. <laughs> springing and striding. Um, but yeah, sure, so let's say uh, attack with advantage. Um, yeah. And I don't think I would make it an opposed check, but butthole, I don't think you're paying any oh, attention. Oh, no, no, no. Hmm. Not at all. Yeah. Advantage, you say. Okay. I do. We'll take the 10 over the 2. <laughs> uh, but since it's a jump kick and not, you know, me using a weapon I'm proficient with, I'm assuming you want strength, like athletics or something? Um, no, I'll take your weapon proficiency because this is technically an attack oh, action. Um, I don't want to rob you of all your toys, just some of them. Uh, so that's then uh, a uh, a robust 22 to hit. All right. Which that clears the AC. Uh, I was going to say, hopefully mm, you're not yeah. holding your shield at the bar. <laughs> no, no, we've already canonically established that I wasn't. So you're good. Yeah. AC is 20 right yeah. now. Okay. 
Um, all right. So you fly through the air with the greatest of ease, um, and uh, and just like the door opens, just like between butthole and mutton chops, who's like pouring drinks and <laughs> is shocked that this this whole thing is occurring. Um, and you just drop kick him, just boot him through. Um, it's basically like Archibald cracks him in the head, begins pummeling, which knocks butthole back just far enough that you're able to boot him without a, a, any interference. Uh, door immediately closes behind him. Um, you crash into the side of the bar and uh, and down. Uh, Archibald looks down at you. You look up at him, and then you misty step. Yeah, well, if, if we lock eyes, I look at him like, "What the fuck?" And I just like, <laughs> <I'm gone. laughs> yeah. As, as soon as as soon as you misty step away, it's just like full over air. You know, like Superman punch into the ground. Um, you know, like the, the stool splinters and explodes. The ground cracks. Um, you you are already gone, and you just hear like laughter behind you, and uh, find them, uh, and the sounds of of uh, battle and <sighs> screaming as the uh, the members of the horde begin to very thoroughly search that bar. <music> Juniper and <laughs> Reginald, you're bringing Pitch back to the bar. Yeah. When a dimension door opens behind you and uh, Butthole is booted through um, against a wall, Butthole, you hit a wall and then hit the ground. You are suddenly no longer strangling Archibald Tingler or being punched in the gut. Which is a real gut punch of its own, let me tell you. (laughs) Uh, And he's just going to look up at Reginald and just say, I think your dad's here. We have to kill him if he's at the bar, but he's got friends. Also, Quinny fucking kicked me. I hate tonight. <laughs> Wait, is, is the tentacle is monster a, back? Is the full moon? <laughs> is the beast come to the fore look, for another? There's a lot going on right now, okay? Juniper's really having a hard time processing Yes, this. I think we just need to be clear on when it's Laura or when it's Juniper. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was Juniper. Okay. Can Great. you make that sound just one more time for us? No, though. I can't. It, just, it was... <laughs> I can't. It was on oh. instinct. <laughs> it, was, it was from the heart. Um, all right, so Reginald, you've just been told that your father's here. How's that hit for you? All right, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh, there's got to be another verse, right? Like, we could just open a portal and get the fuck out of here. You guys got a friend named Alan. I don't want to fucking be here anymore. I don't think you need to be here. I think we could all just leave. All right, so the hordes won this world. The end. Go home. Nobody dies. Can we live in the mine? I'll eat dwarf. I'll eat so many dwarves. Uh, Quinny, you come running around the corner. Uh, just the pitter-patter of little feet running. They are not slowing down as they get closer to you. <laughs> just, time to go! Uh, he's here. He's, he's, he's alive, he's here. And just running. Uh, he's got a lot, he's got friends. Uh, oh, okay then, let's hide. Uh, to the, to the mines! Don't <laughs> shout it out! Reginald, he fucking takes off. <laughs> Reginald's run past Quinny now, heading for the mines. Pitch is about to yell to the mines as well, because he feels like that's the thing, and he's like, ooh, nope, nope, okay. Um, and then proceeds to do, like, a big wind-up run, and then starts running. Um, behind you, uh, there's an explosion as the windows of the bar blast out, um, and um, there's sort of smoke billowing out of them as uh, uh, Archibald and friends... Uh, proceed to raise it to the ground um, as all of you retreat um, through the, uh, the the cold streets of uh, of a car, stumbling occasionally over a discarded canvas uh, that is blown uh, away. You make your way back to the um, the quarantine zone, and it's 
truly a like Scooby-Doo and pals scared of scary thing trying to get through that fucking fence again. <laughs> it's just a lot of like creaking it open. I imagine yeah. Reginald, you probably just like diving slide through. Oh, yeah. Reginald <laughs> fucking baseball slide. <laughs> Reginald is not a guy who's terribly athletic until his life is on the line. And you're like, holy shit, this is a very strong, very dexterous, incredibly combat trained man. <laughs> uh, He's our- the fucking Tom Cruise of running. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you blast through the uh, blast through the fence. Um, uh, everybody else follows. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what I would like from all of you, please, is... Either stealth or athletics to see basically like a bunch of you running at full tilt through a car is very, very like obvious to everyone (laughs) that you're not supposed to be there. That said, if you're fast enough and or stealthy enough, they may not be able to notice in time. Reginald gets a dirty 20 on uh, (laughs) does not surprise me. Yeah, (laughs) he is the fuck out of there. 26 athletics. Hell yeah. You're just wheeling like crazy. Yep. Butthole gets a nine. Yep. Got punched, haunted by his father. Quinny's in love with Reginald. There's a lot going on for the guy right now. (laughs) Not his best day. To be clear, Quinny did yell when he arrived in the bar. That was not true. But Butthole has been yelling, kill him and strangling his father. He's got his own problems. Yeah. 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 Uh, Because Quinny was, you know, running uh, from danger, his athletics was an eight. (laughs) Oh, buddy. He was not trying to be sneaky. He was trying to leave. <laughs> um, so Butthole and Quinny are pulling up the rear, one might <laughs> yep. say. Um, so as people uh, begin to to pile through the, the fence, um, you actually hear some shouts uh, behind you. Quinny, I assume you're invisible, right? Nope. Reginald's got my ring. Right. Okay. So uh, Butthole and Quinny, there are guards rapidly converging on the gap in the fence um, because you're, you're bringing up the rear. Um, what do you do? Well, it looks like we can't go through the fence. We're going to have to lead him away or everybody's fucked. I'll do it. You get through. I will go. Uh, could you just give me a little top up before I take my life into my own hands here for a second? Uh, yeah, when you say top up, health, what do you need? Yeah, health, please. Oh, yeah, I fucking blast him with like the strongest <laughs> cure. There, there's barely tight. It's just grab head farted directly. Pulls into his ass, farts really right in your fucking face, and then like throws you into the distance, and then fucking fucking walks in. It like, <laughs> trying to think of... You know, uh, uh, I can't think of a specific like pop culture thing or whatever, but it happens all the time whenever a great force is exerted on someone and the skin on their face ripples kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. That's what's happening to Quinny right now with just fart air Ugh. hitting him. Okay, let me just do this health math for Ugh. you in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> mm, do not care for that mental image, Shen, yet. I love it. <laughs> ah, like, I, I can taste it. I can uh, taste it as the problem. That is 35 HP. <laughs> Jesus Elder. Christ. That'll do the job. <laughs> and he heals himself for seven. Oof a doof. Um, all right. So, yeah, butthole, you you crawl awkwardly Winnie the Pooh your way up to the fence. Um, and uh, Quinny, you take off running. Your goal is just to, like, lead them away from... Lead them away and then lose them. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. So... You take off away from the quarantine zone. Uh, can you roll me? We're still, you're still running, so it's, yeah. it's still athletics. I know we're in like situations one. like this all the time, but like, 
I'm like so scared because what if something happens to Quinny and then like Butthole just thinks that like forever that Quinny was like in love with Reginald. <laughs> I mean, stay tuned next week and find no. out. <laughs> or stay tuned forever. Because <laughs> it may never be revealed. This is a good roll. At minus one modifier, it's an 18 athletics. Right Damn, on. Quinny. Um, you know, uh, the the severity of having to ask for the fart has really inspired you to run because that is... I had to run away from that. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Acknowledgement. I'm uh, like, I have to get out of here. I just asked to be farted on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you, you take off at a sprint. Um, you rapidly uh, exit kind of the area you're used to. Uh, you can see the corpse pile kind of um, off to your right. Unfortunately, that is a wide open space aside from the pile mm-hmm. itself. Um, you uh, find yourself um, running down kind of a um, a, a long cobblestone street. Um, the Black Castle looms kind of uh, to your left. Um, and you can see that these are clearly the parade grounds. They've been set up with festooned with um, banners bearing the sigil of the Horde. Um, like grandstands have been set up. Um, and there are like more skulls than you're entirely comfortable with, hmm. uh, just of all shapes and sizes, kind of lining everything. It's got a real like 40k vibe. Um, so you're kind of like running through the parade ground, uh, and ahead of you, the two buildings kind of start looming uh, out of the distance. Um, one of them is decked out with extra spikes, and it's clearly the barracks. Um, the other is uh, the hospital. Um, you've got. Only a split second uh, to decide which one to, to duck into as you try and lose these folks. Which building do you go for? I go for the hospital. All right. Uh, so taking your life in your hands, uh, as well as uh, all of Laura's fear and anxiety, you look to the left, look to the right, and uh, dart sort of through um, a, a dark door and disappear into the hospital. Butthole, you make it through the fence. You climb to your feet. You hear the, the sounds of, of yells and screams in the distance. Um, there is a, an alarm clacks and now blaring throughout the city that you are more than familiar with as, as a, a war drill uh, situation. Um, and you you make your way back uh, into the into the warehouse. The rest of the party is, I assume, in the mine. <laughs> I don't think Reginald <laughs> would stop. Oh, no. Reginald is not stopping. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so you kind of take a a solitary walk um, through the warehouse uh, and then down into the mine. Uh, Anything, kind of any like last moments here before you you meet up with the rest of the group? This is simultaneously having met Archibald, having demonstrated that he's capable of engaging physically with Archibald without immediately caving or like playing what he wanted. There is a chance for him as a guy who had been heartbroken that he had not been able to stop his own father to be able to do that. And there's a great opportunity there, but Quinny and Reginald are in love, but he didn't win that first fight, but he blew the mission by not being able to stay in better control. And worst of all, he doesn't know if the curse is still in place where this Archibald can make him do anything that he says. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's only one way you're going to find out how that plays. With that thought lingering in your mind, you crawl down the uh, scaffolding and find Juniper, Reginald, 
Doc Huckleberry, who is still with us. Yeah. <laughs> Goblin Jr. What? And then Patty. Pitch <laughs> and Patty, uh, as well Patty as a bunch eyes. of other kind of sickly um, uh, Aka soldiers, uh, all looking to you with um, a bit of desperation and a bit of need. King Butthole, what do you do? This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen, the moon is full, and we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Wreck in it. <laughs> <laughs>